1: Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MyLiveSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products. Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. May sometimes the conversations we have off the air are better than the ones we have on the air. Let's briefly share, because we have plenty of time to get into it, but let's just put it in perspective, as everybody in Broncos country is feeling down right now. Mm-hmm. But as I said to you, in two weeks... This narrative on the Broncos, the sky is falling. You can make the case it is, but they're still 5-5. and If they beat the Chargers, there's a very real possibility, very real possibility, that when they play the Chiefs, the following week, they'll be playing for first place.
2: Even if the Chiefs win on Sunday against Dallas, because the Chiefs have a bye right after that game against the Cowboys, so the best the Chiefs could be Going into that game against the Broncos is seven and four, and if the Broncos beat the Chargers, they're six and five, and so you beat the Chiefs, you're in first place by virtue of tiebreaker. And as bad as that team was last season, the wait, Broncos wait, the team. Chiefs, were,
1: you mean if the Chiefs lose, if no, if the Chiefs beat
2: the Cowboys, they're seven and four, right? And if the Broncos go to Kansas City and beat them, yeah. they're both seven and five, and the Broncos are in first place on tiebreaker. Wait,
1: after the Chargers is who?
2: For the Broncos, yeah, the Chiefs.
1: Oh, I thought you said it was the Lions.
2: No, the Lions are after the Chiefs. Oh. No, Lions are after the Chiefs.
1: And then, whether the Chargers win or lose, mm-hmm. if the Chargers lose to the Broncos, the Broncos win. the The Broncos win the tiebreak because they'll have the same record.
2: And so basically, as long as the Raiders lose once in the next, once in the next three weeks, right? If the Broncos beat the Chargers. Literally, they are going to Kansas City with a chance to take first place in the AFC West. And oh, by the way, you know, if that if that happens, what we're going to be saying, we're going to be saying that the one thing that Vic Fangio's defense has done well is contain the Chiefs, especially in the red zone. We saw, for example, what they did last year with their cornerback core decimated by injuries, staying in it until the final seconds. So I'm just saying, as bad as things seem today... Yep. It's entirely possible the Broncos use this buy, recover, recoup, and are back in this very quickly.
1: Okay, I want to go out to the uh, Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed and read a couple of things that we have gotten as people are watching the show on Twitter, are listening uh, on 98.1 and watching us on milehighsports.com. This coming from emotional support Vikings fan. Uh, We were talking about... Not a
2: Vikings fan, just Viking.
1: Viking, okay, with Mm -hmm. that. Um, he uh, put out a, a tweet. We were talking about Teddy Bridgewater, and he said, "I 100% agree with Eric Goodman here." Thank you, I appreciate that. He also went on to say, "What the heck happened to you, Mace?" With that, I always hate those tweets. Like, what did you expect of me? Then, this coming from Booger-Eaten Benny has three tweets. Goodman, stop washing Teddy's Teflon. Be- begins with a B and it ends with alls. I'm not. I'm not trying to to wash him. I think you can say that on hashtag here. Fire Fangio now. Mm-hmm. He went on to say they started three and zero. Hell no, they don't get a pass for being five and five. Fire Fangio now. His final tweet: Just started listening to you guys on Mile High Sports. Been listening more often. Been looking for a new show in this time slot. And thanks. Thank you. Thank you. We Booger Appreciate Eatin it, Benny. With that, that, that means a lot. Actually. Have we done the lead yet? No, we haven't. Let's do the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino and Blackhawk. All right, Teddy Bridgewater, Vic Fangio, addressed uh, Bridgewater's lack of effort for his fumble or lack of effort on the fumble return for a touchdown. Uh, with that, everybody has been outspoken about it today. Teddy talked about it today and in a nutshell said... I own up to it. It's unacceptable as a football player and as a member of this team. I've got to accept the fact that I didn't give everything that I had in me. Despite what he said, Ray Crockett was active on Twitter yesterday saying, I believe if Teddy felt we had a legit chance to be good, believed in what's going on, this could possibly be a special year. He would have made a different business decision. Ooh. Rich Gannon, former NFL quarterback, said, Teddy Bridgewater's no tackle attempt as bad as I have ever seen. He will have some explaining to do as to his teammates, coaches, and Broncos fans. For the record, I was told, Teddy went into each position group today and apologized to each position group for his play.
2: Good. Look, you can't undo what happened yesterday. All you can do is take the first steps to atone. I I don't know what more that Teddy Bridgewater could have done today beyond answering questions from the media, some of which were very pointed, and going up to every position group. So by definition, going up to every player on the team in a small group setting, And apologize.
1: I understand the circumstances are different because this is a regular season football game. And the other one was the 1986 World Series. Using this guy's name as a verb, has Teddy Bridgewater been Bill buckner This is all he will be remembered for here in Denver. Maybe.
2: He has, you know, there's only one way that he can remedy that. He's got to get the team to playoffs and they've got to win a playoff game.
1: How about if Melvin Gordon fumbles again, he makes the tackle? Would that be better? Because I think there's a better chance of Melvin Gordon fumbling again and Teddy Bridgewater having a chance at a tackle than probably the Broncos making the playoffs. What do you think there's a better chance of happening? Gordon fumble or the Broncos making the playoffs? Oh,
2: Gordon fumble is a better chance. But on a, usually fumbles by running backs don't get returned because usually, just because of the nature of the play. That, the fumbles that are scoop and scores are usually quarterbacks getting rocked strip sack fumble goes in the other direction. A a fumble on a run like that is rare, but it, that return happened for the same reason that you see missed field goal returns go the distance because you have heavy personnel on a, on field goal protection. You had heavy personnel out there. And so aside from Tim Patrick, and you, had, you basically had six guys, your offense, your your, your blockers, who were not going to be able to do much of anything in terms of pursuit, and that left it on, that left it on Noah Alberto, Tim Patrick, Melvin Gordon, Teddy Bridgewater.
1: Uh, Rex Ryan <clears throat> chimed in, former Jets head coach, a guy with a sparkling coaching record, um, at sixty-one and sixty-six, four and two in the postseason, and an overall losing. Mm -hmm. record as a head coach but boy he has a big mouth and that's why he's on TV Mm -hmm. so he opened up his big mouth and said I would bench bench Teddy Bridgewater is that the right move
2: it might make you feel it might make some people feel good in the short term but a
1: lot of people are saying put in Drew Locke Teddy should be benched season's over anyway first of all Again, it's not over. The season we is discuss- far from over. If
2: It might feel over, but when you, when you step... Over?
1: Did you say over?
2: I said it might. No one...
1: Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Germans. He's on a roll. Anyway. Yeah. So, would you bench him? No. No. Would you put in Drew Locke? No. Right.
2: Well, the other thing is... Also- Overreaction. Yeah. But the other thing also is... um. I mean, what do, I mean, what do they think of Drew Lock at this point? Right. And well, and the Teddy, question, you know, the aside question. from that, has Teddy Bridgewater he's steady, Teddy? Right. He's fine. I mean, he's he complete. He has a high completion percentage. He doesn't push the ball downfield. He basically is as as advertised. Right. He's you know st- what is interesting is he hit to advanced metrics like completion percentage over expected CPOE and. EPA expected expected points added. He's among the league leaders, believe it or not. But there are other metrics like ESPN QBR where he doesn't fare as well. So on balance, he's – ta- you take everything together and what you see is a mid-tier quarterback. Is that spectacular or no? Is it better than what you've had the last five years? Yes, it is.
1: Okay, I know you don't mm. like surprises. I know you hate surprises.
0: But – But I'm
1: going to ask you to be surprised. Oh, golly. Uh, About 13 minutes ago, Melvin Gordon addressed the media about Teddy Bridgewater and that fumble. And I just sent that clip thanks to our friend Troy Rank of Channel 7. And, of course, he does a podcast on MileHighSports.com. Sent it to Danny. We're going to play it next. And Mace, control yourself. I would like you to hear it for the first time. When I hear it for the first time So we can react to it I, I'm going to say to you Will you do that for me? And the answer I know will be Because I know you too well I can't guarantee I will do that Right? Yes, I That's can't guarantee I, I will do that That's what I thought cause you're You know the kid. Me. You're the kid who has to open the Christmas gifts That are under the tree on December 23rd And being Jewish The fact that I know Christmas is December 23rd You should be very proud of it <laughs> Nice, you. nice do you wake up on your own
0: I wonder where you are. Live with all your faults. I wanna wake up where you are.
1: Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Colorado Off-Road. No one gives you more uh, for your car, your truck, your Jeep, your SUV. You need any major accessory brands for those vehicles? Well, they've got them. Colorado Off-Road, they also install everything. Big box stores, national chains—they don't do that. Something aftermarket? Hell no! They want to sell you something new. You're going to get it all at Colorado Off Road. And with the winter quickly coming, you might need some uh, new—you know—floor mats. You might need a whole bunch of different things for your truck, your car, your Jeep, your SUV. The only place to go: Colorado Off Road. Upfit today, Colorado Off Road. We're going to cooffroad.com. Time now for the buzz.
0: The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. All right, so we teased
1: it going into the break, and now you can call me the ultimate tease because we're going to play Melvin Gordon's Bite in the second to last segment of the show, which is going to be next, which is going to be in about 10 minutes or so. We are ready to go. We could run it if we wanted to. We could You know what We're going to prove it to you That it's ready Play three seconds of this bite Just to show everybody We are actually ready Danny I mean You know people are going to talk Okay see There we go so can, Now you know that we have it I, but, So What he, What Melvin Gordon said was People are going to talk Do you want to dissect that Three sentence Or we want to dissect those three words Four words Or should we wait And hear the whole bite I want to hear the whole bite So do I With that With that <laughs> Okay we have used the phrase many times, defensive genius, when referring to Vic Fangio. Yep. But after yesterday's game and his game plan to stop Jalen Hurts, he's also had, talking about Fangio, a few other clunkers this season. you still calling Fangio a defensive genius?
2: I think he is a very good defensive coordinator. Uh, I will also say this. Sounds,
1: sounds like a no is coming.
2: There is a history of Fangio's defenses. In his years as coordinator, falling back in year three substantially,
1: with the exception of one team, yeah,
2: the Bears, the Bears,
1: the Chicago Bears had a very good defense
2: in third. In, in his third year, and they had an even better did. defense in his fourth year, yeah. but that was mainly because Cleo Mack arrived right at the start of the season.
1: Right. So, with that, are you going to put any credence into basically all the linebackers are new? Is that the reason why defensive line has been relatively healthy? Uh, when, when you look at the secondary, Sertan played yesterday. Fuller did play, and Fuller played well,
2: yeah. by the way. Losing Baron Browning yesterday really hurt.
1: So they're really, to, to put it in perspective. This, that was the
2: second time that Curtis Robinson had to go in and play extensively. And the two games that Curtis Robinson played extensively that were yesterday and Cleveland. And in both cases, had a lot of success running right at his territory.
1: I didn't. Speaking of Curtis, I am more familiar with Curtis Robinson's mother than I actually am with Curtis Robinson, because I saw a movie about her. It's called Mrs. Robinson. Oh my gosh! I was just waiting for the rim shot. There, no. come on, Danny. Well, the, the, it's the, the not called was, Mrs. Robinson. The movie Robinson. was called The Graduate, not Mrs. Robinson. I know, but it was about her anyway. Mm-hmm. With that, how much are you going to say the linebackers have been so banged up it has affected what Vic Fangio can do? Are you going to give him a little pass? A little a slight pass, yes.
2: But the same, I mean, look, he's down, Josie Guell is down, Alexander Johnson. Josie Guell is playing his tail off the two, first was, week plus. It was, it
1: was two games. I know. Let's, I even, let's not get carried away. Yeah. Let's not judge a guy in a game whether he's good or bad. But Jewell makes good decisions. That's fine. Okay, let and me ask. What, okay, okay, really? Okay. L- 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 I'm going I'm to put you to the test here. I'm going to put you to the test. What about te- the Melvin Gordon quote? No, we're going to get to that in the next segment. Okay. Weren't you listening to me?
2: Well, he, said, he played a, a bit of it. I thought we were going to hear
1: more of it. We are in the next mm-hmm. segment. I just wanted to prove to everybody we had oh my gosh. the sound. <laughs> With mm-hmm. that, okay. You're really enamored of Josie Jewell, which is great. And Josie Jewell is a a nice linebacker. And he had a really good couple of games to start the season. Mm -hmm. By the way, one of his greatest moments was on special teams, not uh, playing linebacker. He got her on special teams. I understand that, but he had a really good special teams play. With that, in a perfect world... Who are your starting two linebackers next season with what you have? Forget about free agency and forget about the draft. Guys who have been hurt, guys they have brought in, guys that they have draft picks. Who do you want to be your starting two inside linebackers? Mm. Enough said. Because the way you're smiling at me knows you are not saying Josie Jewell. Well, you're- so don't give me this Josie Jewell. Well, part
2: of it is what kind of don't deal can you –
1: don't
2: tell of, me they're missing Josie Jr. You don't of, even want him on the team next year. No, I didn't say I didn't want him on the team. You don't want him as a starter. I'm I am saying what kind of deal can we get here? Because he, Baron no. Browning's yeah. probably going to be one of the
1: guys, right? Right. Who's going to be the other guy? Who do you want? Wh- who gives you the so? B- so, what so no, no, what you're saying? You're saying to me you're replacing the starting two inside linebackers from the beginning of the season with a guy they picked up at the trade deadline and a no, rookie. No, I'm saying that. Who are you, you starting? To you're re-signing.
2: You're re-signing one of Josie Jewell, Kenny Young, Alexander Johnson.
1: Who do you want back as your starting inside linebackers for next year? Bring it. Well, Come on. I want Make Brown- an argument. I want Browning to develop. If Browning, de- if Browning That's, develops, good. So is he one of those guys? Yeah, because he's cost- Who's control. Who's the other guy? Who's the other guy? Who's the other guy? Why are you putting me on the spot like this? Because I know. Because I'm leading you to the answer that I know you want to give me, but you don't want to say that I'm right. Kenny Young has played. There well. we go. So, you want Kenny I say Young? he's played what? Well. No, I said Kenny Young has played well. You, you want Kenny Young or Alexander Johnson, honestly? Knowing Alexander Johnson is going to be a free agent, too. Well, but Kenny Young's going to be a free agent. There's another
2: thing to consider as well. What if this isn't Vic Fangio's defense you're running next year?
1: They're still better inside. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe, but maybe the defensive coordinator that they hire is a three-four guy. Let me ask. Let's you. say he's four-three, and he wants
2: that. He wants the middle linebacker to kind of be that true, okay. that sturdy cool. quarterback. You know what if I'm? If you go, Danny, you know what he's doing. If to me? you go four-three, you know four, you know look at you the go, shiny object. If you look go, at the, who's no, do, Dan Quinn, go 4 three-four-four-three four,
1: four, three guy.
2: He's four-done th- four-three. Fine. He comes from out of Seattle. Perfect. Let's Pete say Carroll. it's a
1: three-four. It's a three-four defense for the sake of argument. Who do you want as your inside linebackers?
2: I'd go with. Uh huh. Say it.
1: Say it. Or, as the emperor said in Star Wars, "Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Say it. Say his name. Say his name. Who is it? <laughs> because it's not Jewel, and it's not Alexander Johnson. But I need a quarterback. Who
2: is it? I need a. I need a signal caller of the defense.
1: I need a quarterback. So who are you pick? I want to oh, see Alexander I, Johnson. Boy, he is a Rhodes scholar of calling plays. I want to
2: see what Kenny Young does the rest of the way.
1: But you're leaning towards at Kenny. At this Young. moment, you know, a guy who's making who, who's making all kinds of plays yeah. all over the place. And Alexander Johnson, it's not a knock on him, but just come out and say it. Right now, from where we
2: stand at this moment, I think Baron Browning is probably taking Alexander Johnson's job.
1: Oh, okay. So gun to your head right now, but, Baron I, Browning is one guy who's the other. At this moment it would be Josie Jewell. Kenny Young really? had, Kenny
2: Young has seven games to
1: prove that. I just want to see more. Wait, hold on. Okay, I gotta make sure I got this correct. So you're gonna give Josie Jewell a new contract when he's been okay for his a whole for his entire career, but he's had two good games and he got injured. He was trending up last year. Okay and you have a guy that they brought in from the Rams who was a pretty good player for them.
2: Same draft class as Kelsey Jewell as well, 2018. That is couldn't be
1: any more relevant.
2: It actually is relevant. The two they were right around the same time. Fine. fine. They were actually a lot of a lot of people, me included, had him basically right next to each other in pre-draft rankings.
1: I know you, I know you've done it and you have a difficult time saying that I'm right. I know that. So I just wanted to let you know I'm here for you. We can hug it out if we need to. You are honestly telling me, if you had to make a decision today, right now, today, who would it be? Today, today. Keep saying today. Today, as you stall. W- today would be Josie Joel. Wow. Well, welcome to your own Mace Island, because I hey. don't think George Payton. You're not be doing. You're
2: that. on your island with you know, with what we said in the first segment regarding Taylor and I'm planted a
1: flag and I'm proud of it yeah. and I'm proud of it. Good. I'm glad you're proud. No of one it. is, no one is taking, I'm
2: happy for no you. No one is
1: taking honestly. And, and you're a smart football guy. I'm I think you're just doing this. Out of spot. I'm just waiting to hit a break. When you say, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't take jewel over him.
2: It's a fun discussion if we disagree, but I am saying right now, uh, I've seen three games of Kenny young how's and, they're, promis- and uh, they're promising.
1: Okay. On a scale Although of like, I would argue
2: that yesterday was the least of those three, which is one reason why I'm like, okay, I'm
1: just saying. As of right, you can
2: now. let it play out. If yeah. I had to make the decision today, I'd make, I'd bring back Jewel
1: and let go of Alexander Johnson
2: because Baron Browning, I think, he's who you want it to be. And again, okay. but Baron Browning also has to show it for the next seven games, basically. Kenny Young and Baron Browning have an audition here for the rest right. of the season. Okay,
1: I'm just saying. Right, and now. and if
2: they do well, yeah. maybe they're your compo. Yeah. If they if if they hit the wall, and I'll tell you, with when we're talking about a rookie player having back spasms, yep, yeah. and then they come up and by I'm not really. I don't think they should have forced. In retrospect, right. probably shouldn't have forced him out there. What yesterday. was Jules'
1: injury again? Peck. Oh, you sure he's going to come back 100 percent healthy? Right. Alexander
2: Johnson has a peck, too.
1: I, I, they both have pecs. They just happen to be ripped.
2: And we've seen... Or we
1: call them man boobs.
2: We've, sent, we've seen guys come back from pecs and be unaffected.
1: How was Elvis Dumerville after his?
2: He was terrific. He was an all-pro okay. in Baltimore after that. He Here we go. Yeah, he did fine. There yeah, he, I think he was two, two pro bowls and, and then all-pro in Baltimore after uh, the Peck. So
1: he was fine. Coming up after the break, completely lost in the shuffle of Bridgewater Gate. Vic Fangio talked about... Not Teddy Gate? Not Teddy Gate, Bridgewater Gate. Teddy Gate probably sounds better. Bridgegate, how's that? Is that better? Bridgegate—that that could almost be a double entendre. A Bridgegate sounds like a development right. just south of here, like from the movie Bridge of Spies. But anyway, Fangio made a uh, an announcement today about three guys who are injured. We thought they'd be coming back soon, but according to him, they might not be back after the bye against the Chargers. We'll let you know who they are. Plus, we finally going to hear the Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon talk- talked about. Bridgegate and his fumble that started it all. That's next. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. Smile, you can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products. Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending.
0: What's Trending is presented by Impact Real Estate. Impact Real Estate is creative real estate and solutions with the greatest impact. Go to impactcommercial.co.
1: All right, before we get to the uh, Melvin Gordon sound bite on Teddy Bridgewater not making enough effort to uh, tackle, make a tackle on that uh, fumble for a touchdown that was caused by Melvin Gordon, uh, Fangio said today he's not sure when Garrett Bowles, Bobby Massey, and Chubb will be back. He said, quote, can't give a cron- concrete answer on any of them, and there's a chance none of them are back for the Chargers game in 13 ga- games. What do you think of that? Who's the biggest loss?
2: I think they are, uh, based on some of the pressure we saw yesterday, and especially given what you're facing with the Chargers and what they can bring off the edge, that uh, prob- you're probably looking at, uh, I'd say Massey being the biggest loss. Really? Well, the reason being, if, if, if you have Garrett Bowles, the, if, if you're without Garrett Bowles, but you have Bobby Massey, Calvin Anderson is reasonably capable, and then Massey and then Massey starts. Massey's kind of the the absence that pushed it over the edge. And that force and and Cameron Fleming you saw early in the game pressure was coming Calvin from Calvin Anderson.
1: Side. You wouldn't put him at right tackle.
2: I think Anderson would probably go to right tackle if Garrett Bowles was back. And right, then he'd be fine but with. Isn't that,
1: isn't that stronger than Calvin Anderson and Massey? I mean, that seemed yeah. logical to me. Bowles is the best tackle on the team, so you want him out there protecting Bridgewater's blind side.
2: I think it's just it's kind of the order of the injuries, though. You lost Bowles, then you lost Massey. Massey's kind of a straw breaking the camel's back.
1: Okay. With that, uh, the hot topic on all sports talk radio today is Teddy Bridgewater. And did he make enough effort to make that tackle? Uh, I stated in my case at the beginning that I felt he would have been absolutely trucked by Melvin Gordon if he even made an attempt, I think he would have been seriously injured. I'm not dismissing that he shouldn't have made a stronger effort. Uh, Bridgewater apologized today, and it all began when Melvin Gordon fumbled. I mean, you know, people are going to talk. It's going to be good news. It's going to be bad news. Uh, you know, I haven't talked to Teddy about it, and, but it is what it is,
2: you know. Um, I know if he get in that position again, I, you know, he'll do the right thing. Um he probably is shooting himself in the foot about it right now. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I got I got splatted on that play. So, uh, you know, I was, I was
1: trying to get up off the ground, so I didn't really see too much of it. But, you know, it is what it is, man. We'll, we'll be good. Hopefully we don't get in that position again where he has to make a tackle or, or anything like that. You know, we got Teddy covered, so we good. I want to address this in, in two ways. This is the first time you and I have heard that bite. Mm-hmm. The first one was... What do you mean you haven't talked to Teddy? Really? You didn't talk to him after the game? You didn't talk to him today when he apologized to each position group, everybody who's in the building, and you were the guy who dropped the ball? And the most you can say is I got splattered, which he did, which leads me to my second point. If using Gordon's words, he got splattered, to which I said at 4 o'clock, in which I alluded to, going into this soundbite if teddy bridgewater would have stepped in front of melvin gordon going full speed yes uh, bridgewater would have shown his teammates he is willing to take one for the team i don't know if there i don't know of a stronger word than splattered but that would have been teddy bridgewater with gordon on top of him you
2: think he was referring to getting splattered though when he was in the pile
1: No, he was referring to getting splattered from behind, and he talked about it. He said, I didn't see what happened with Teddy Bridgewater because I got splattered, meaning the guy hit him not from behind, but it was a great block to spring the guy to the end zone. So if Melvin Gordon got splattered using his words, what would Bridgewater have looked like as Gordon would have landed on him? As you're looking at the video again, yeah, because I, I, I don't, I, I don't. Well, see. look at the video where he got pile-drived. Yeah, yeah. We got to give me more than a yeah. That's what I've been. That's what I said to you, basically, yeah. for the first hour. After, yeah,
2: after the after it ha- after he was passed. So
1: okay, so is it fair yeah. to say that Gordon got trucked on that play? Yeah, that was a that was a he got pancaked. He sure did. Yeah. Now. What happens to Teddy Bridgewater when he steps in front of Gordon before Gordon gets pancaked? So now you That's why
2: that's why you're that's why you're going low. The the hit's probably going over
1: him. Listen, using your term, if Gordon got pancaked, you put Bridgewater in front of Gordon, now you've got flapjacks.
2: And that's why, again, like I said, you go low. If you're if you're Bridgewater, you go low. You're not trying to make a form tackle. And he would you go been, low. You're trying to knock him off. Okay. Off.
1: So so let, let's just off track. Let's just for fun play this out. What that could have looked like. So let's say Bridgewater goes low. And when you go low, at what level are you at? At Melvin Gordon, if you go low, at his knees, and those guys are pretty sharp. So he's going to take a blow to the head, not guaranteed, but more than likely. If he dives, he's going to take a blow to his helmet, and then the impact of Gordon getting splattered by the guy from behind, landing on you know, Bridgewater. To be, honest,
2: to be honest with you, this is a borderline crackback block, anyway.
1: Okay, let's not get sidetracked here. Look at the shiny object. W- it wasn't called shiny any-
2: object. I'm just saying, probably should have a flag.
1: Fine, should have thrown a flag whatever the point is what do you honestly think would have happened to bridgewater if he went high he would have turned into flapjacks on the field if he goes low he would have been kneed in the head and then gordon would have landed on him to boot i'm not not saying it wouldn't hurt oh do people in this town honestly have any empathy for a guy's safety?
2: I think there I think Seriously. there's a, I think there's real a real
1: football player, tough it out. I think you it You gotta take I, a concussion for the team.
2: I think it I think well, there's what empathy.
1: Kind of but I think world do we live in but
2: but it's a bad look when you step forward and then
1: step back. I mean that he is he stepped back not because he didn't want to make the tackle. He stepped back if you look at it which was, you did that was the, because yeah. he knew he was going to get boat raced by Melvin Gordon. It had nothing to do with him not trying to make the tackle. As do, you br-
2: th- do you think that he oh. evaluated that in a split second?
1: You know what? You're right. Because remember what he said in his soundbite. When you look at it in slow motion, it looks worse. But when it's real time, you have to make a a split decision. Am I going to be Frogger in the video game Frogger where I'm going to step into the truck moving at 70 miles an hour? We live, we must live in a primitive culture. Seriously, a bunch of cavemen running around saying that Bridgewater should have literally risked potential serious injury to make that tackle.
2: Make an effort,
1: but this is football. Make, I mean, making an effort, making an effort. It's what him. you sign up for when
2: you put on the pads.
1: You don't sign up you for sign, that. They, you they, don't they, sign up they, for it they, as a you quarterback. Sign,
2: you sign up, well, that's because quarterbacks are protected.
1: Okay, but he, by the way, a quarterback. And the by 90s. the way,
2: a quarterback can try to injure somebody's ankle like Mac Jones did to Brian Burns when he doesn't have the ball and somehow he doesn't
1: get fined. He should have. Should, I'm not debating that, and I know you can fined find
2: more for simulating a bow and arrow celebration than you do than you do for twisting somebody's ankle when they don't have the ball.
1: Quarterbacks get hit plenty. Okay, you're not a wuss when you play quarterback.
2: No one's saying that you are. Okay,
1: at the end of the day, I wish Bridgewater. If the point is, it looks worse than actually what happened, because as I said to you before. If for some reason, Bridgewater steps in front, whether he dives or he's upright, that would be the Keystone Cops version of the Broncos season, where the guy who fumbled the ball trucked his quarterback and knocked him out. That's what it would have looked like.
2: Or would have been... It would have been the Eagle player coming
1: in. No, it would have been Gordon hitting Bridgewater and then the Eagle player hitting Gordon. That's what it would have been. It's right there on tape. But the Again, Eagle, the Eagle I'm on my own is island co- yeah, and I'm, are... I'm proud to plant my flag. Again, we somebody are...
2: has to be the contrarian. in
1: this. No, town. I'm not being the contrarian at all. Not one bit. And I understand on special teams, I get it. Where on special teams, you are in a two-car collision all the time. I get it. This was not, you, was it a business decision? Of course it was a business decision.
2: It wasn't, and again, it wasn't the only business decision that we've seen this
1: year. That's right. And there are different levels of business decisions. They are not all the same. When you are not willing, you know what? I'd be willing to bet, and I, and I don't have a fact, and I have no factual proof on this, that if Gordon was not there. Bridgewater would have made an effort. I've no doubt in my mind. I don't think he's a wuss at all. I think he would have made an effort. But if you look at the video, and if we could slow it down, when you saw him take a step back, which looks awful, he was taking a step back from Gordon, not because he didn't want to tackle. And he said all the right things, because if he said what I'm saying on air, people would eviscerate him. I mean, he should be his lawyer. I'm not trying to be his lawyer.
2: No, I'm just saying
1: that. I'm not trying to be his lawyer. I'm looking at the factual evidence. You're better than Harvey Steinberg. I am looking at the factual evidence that is on video, and I don't understand how any objective person could not see it any other way. I understand the effort part in football. I understand that you sell out for your team. I get all of that. You become a football player, not
2: a quarterback in a moment like that.
1: I understand that. Mm -hmm. He would have risked serious injury, and that would have been stupid.
2: Risk serious injury every time he dropped back to throw.
1: I get that. We can sit and come up with little comebacks all you want to. At the end of the day, you can see it on video. He would have been smashed by Gordon, and the guy behind him smashed Gordon, which he would have landed on Bridgewater. That would have just been Dumb my opinion i'm on my own island i plant my flag and i do it willingly what do we have coming up on masterpiece roofing just in case you missed it
3: well the facts for the nuggets are that they have won five straight those have all been home games tonight they are on the second night of a back-to-back on the road so we'll see if they can keep that momentum rolling in dallas nuggets and mavericks preview next right here on afternoon drive with goodman and mason on mile high sports
0: drive with goodman and mason presented by silter har mazda a no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at silter har mazda. find them at sth mazda.com live from the sasquatch casino and wildcard casino sports desk here's eric and andrew
1: welcome back afternoon drive goodman mason watch us mileisports.com you can reach us Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for the final word. The
0: final word. Are you ready? Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Masterpiece Roofing. Find out how Masterpiece can get your insurance company to pay for your roof. Call 720-242-6404 or go to MasterpieceRoofing.com today.
3: Just in case you missed it, Nuggets just finished up a five-game homestand during which they won all five games and held every opponent under 100 points. They are now playing in Dallas tonight against Luka and the Mavs. The last time Denver played the Mavericks, they won 106 to 75 at Ball Arena. They will be without Will Barton tonight as he has some lower back pain. Do the Nuggets continue to roll and hold Luka and Dallas under 100 a second time this season?
1: Well, you hope so. I mean, Aaron Gordon is going to be on Lucas. So you know, that's a good defensive matchup for the Nuggets. Um, I'm going to take this a step further. I think not only should Jokic be considered for a second consecutive MVP, but defensive player of the year. Which will not go over well with anybody outside of Denver. Because begrudgingly, Jokic was the MVP. Defensive player of the year. Are you kidding? Big, slow, white guy? No way should he be the defensive player of the year.
2: And yet, you look at what they're doing on the defensive end right now, and you can you can argue for. it. I mean, really, one of the fascinating aspects of this Nuggets team has been the transfer, the transformation they have made at the defensive end, which is keeping them alive. The entire home stand that they that they just had, they went five of five, allowed between ninety four and ninety eight points every game. They were remarkably consistent. Are they better the without Michael end.
1: Porter Jr.? All these wins have come without him.
2: Yeah, I mean they're they're better at the defense end without MPJ. What are you trying to say?
1: I didn't say anything. I asked you a question.
2: I know, but I I, I you've got that gleaming your eye. No, I'm yeah, not, you do I mean, have a. There's a beneath no, those I'm glasses. glasses i There's a beneath those glasses. There's a gleaming your eye. No,
1: there's not. You're getting a reflection. There's I no think, gleam. I'm, I just don't asking. Know. I'm asking. I am asking Danny, I, are they better right now without Michael Porter Junior. The yes, they are. There we go. They're better without Michael Porter Junior. Mm. Boom, done. They are. He's got a max contract. He'll get better, I hope.
3: He'll get, he'll get healthy, I hope. But right now, you can make the case to better without him. I think it's a very easy case to make. Just in case you missed it, players in the NFL are 0-6 after appearing on the Manning cast, which will be broadcast tonight on ESPN2 for the Rams 49ers game. Travis Kelsey and Russell Wilson were on in week one. They both lost week two. Gronk on week two, lost week three. Stafford on week three, lost week four. Brady and Josh Allen also part of that group. There are no NFL players on tonight. Do you think that they are scared of the Manning cast? Maybe
2: a little bit, but it's interesting. Phillip Rivers is coming on the fourth quarter. He is not an NFL player at present, but there continue to be rumblings about him parachuting in it's perhaps to New Orleans here down the stretch playing without Jameis I have a
1: guy they should book as a guest next Monday, Justin Herbert.
2: Ooh. I see what you're getting at. And then Patrick Mahomes should you, be the wait, were you able to
1: see that. You were able to see that? Because I, I didn't think I made it obvious.
3: It couldn't hurt. Yeah. I think that's pretty obvious. There we go. Yeah. The other guests tonight are Al Michaels, Phil Mickelson, and Draymond Green. So after the Warriors' hot start, Draymond might have a little something to worry about. Them.
2: Al Michaels is probably going to be really good with Peyton Manning. The two of them have a pretty good relationship. And in fact, you know, one of the things that uh, occasionally comes up is uh, the rumor that uh, if Peyton Manning ever got into the booth, Not doing the Manning cast, but actually in the booth at a game. It would only want to be, it would only be with Al Michaels. And and Al Michaels is rumored to be in the mix uh, for Thursday Night Football on Amazon next year.
1: By the way, uh, going back out really quickly to the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, Uh uh, I think I have found the the only guy that actually likes me on Sports Talk Radio. This coming from Booger Eaton Benny. Uh, I agree with Goodman. Jewel and Johnson are going to be on the outs. Good job by you, Eric. In my opinion, Jewel is a special teams backup. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Booger.
2: He was a special teams backup caliber player earlier in his career. By last year, he advanced to starter. By the early this year, again, I know it's a glimpse. Early this year, he looked like one of the two best players in the Broncos, D. I
1: think I may have found somebody that likes me more than my own family. That's saying something. Or maybe it isn't saying something. Oh. Well. I don't know.
3: Just in case you missed it, Week 10 brought us the first tie of the NFL season. Yes! The Lions will not lose every game. They will not set a record by going 0-17. and Should the NFL eliminate ties as an option for a result? And what would that overtime look like? I believe Najee Harris was unaware that the game could end in a tie.
2: I love ties. It'd be fine with me if the NFL dumped regular season overtime and just called it a tie after 60 minutes.
1: You may know this guy's name off the top of your head. I'd never heard of him because I don't follow the Detroit Lions very closely. The name of their kicker.
2: Oh, gosh. I'd never heard of him before yesterday. I saw his kick. That was one of the worst kicks I've ever seen. No, no.
1: Forget about that. Has that guy ever been inside of a gym?
2: Why would you say that? Look at him. Dude. I mean, I saw him wearing shoulder pads and all that.
1: That guy doesn't look like he's ever stepped foot into a gym.
2: Well, and the, the real story is the fact that that kick barely cleared the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And bad. from 48 yards, it wasn't close. Ryan, well, look, look, Ryan look Santoso.
1: Well, look look, look look him up. Get a full body view of this guy. Has he ever been into a gym? He is your classic why NFL players say kickers are not really football players. Look at this guy.
2: You make a good point.
1: You could set a table for eight on his ass. Oh come on! Fine, twelve. That's cruel. That seems big. It is big. Just I'm flat. You could have a whole mean. Thanksgiving dinner on that guy's bum. Well, Mike he Sh- looks so out of shape. Tell me, Shanahan, this guy, Mike Shanahan, used to say he didn't care if the kicker or punter. Well, was Well, I was bat. talking about Sauerbron who's loaded up on steroids, who was a hot. He took ephedra. There we Which go. Which is a weight loss drug. And sure that's took, when he said, I don't care if he's fat. I'm sure, I'm sure he <laughs> took other things as well. That guy was built like a house, a brick house. By the way, the, the Lions kicker, does that guy look like he's ever seen the inside of a gym? Come on. Take some pride, brother. Hey. Give me you, a break. Even
2: I've seen the inside of a gym. To clean it? Oh. My my various attempts to lose weight over the years.
1: I'm, I want to go to the gym with you. I want to work out
2: with no, you. No, I don't. I don't, I don't, I'll don't. work out alone.
1: Well, I don't lift weights because they're so heavy. So you and I have something I in just,
2: common. I, I just get on the machines.
1: Good. Yeah. We should go work out together.
2: I prefer not to.
1: Okay. Well, so much for trying to connect with my radio partner. No,
2: I just, I, I'm not very
1: conversational in that environment. I don't talk either. I, I lift know. weights because hmm.
3: they're so heavy. That's kind of like going to the movies with friends. What yeah. I mean, uh, how about aren't you date? just going to watch
1: it? How about on a date? Why would anybody go to a movie on a date? You're not talking to the person. Maybe that's, maybe
3: that's that's the but point, but it gives you something to talk about afterward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Or 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 you can use the movie theater as a venue, like they did in the movie Diner. Go hey see now. the movie Diner and go get some popcorn. You don't know exactly what can I'm talking. Can you believe that movie is 40 years old next that's year? A, it's one of the greatest all-time underrated movies of all time. Yes. For as great as Swingers is as a guys' movie, this is a better guys' movie. Mm-hmm. Tremendous. That was a masterpiece roofing. Just in case you missed it. A uh, buddy of mine went to Masterpiece Roofing, and um, he thought he was going to have $30,000-plus worth of damage. Instead, he wrote a check for 500 bucks as the deductible to his insurance company. Why? His insurance company paid for the entire thing because Masterpiece Roofing made them do it. And that's the type of company you want to work with. Go to MasterpieceRoofing.com. Hope you and Amy enjoy uh, watching football tonight on the couch eating popcorn mace. Make it the best possible night you
0: can. Without a sound of the ground and I throw around. Never thought that you.